His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida, 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. Yeah, the chocolate's yay, Brasileño. Yeah, to the back of the hat, lean back in the lap, crack the window, hear the soldier sounds and that in the back. Ain't no cat in the hat, just a cat that can rap. This is Brasileño. Representing Flushing Queens on the map, yeah. What up, what up, this is your boy Brock Bilek coming to you live from the spot over there, over there in the cut. And this is the long-awaited second episode of Turnbucks and Brass Nuck. I'm, of course, your host, Brock Bilek, and with me is Scoob Steve. What, what? And Jesse. And Jesse. Well? One day you'll get a cool name like us. Okay, great, thanks. Before we get started... I want to say happy day after National Scissors Day. Scissors Day right there. I ordered my t-shirt. I already ordered the t-shirt. It'll be in for your birthday, Brock. Scissor me daddy. <laughs> you better, Scissor you me daddy wear. ass. <laughs> That's true. My God, um, those guys over what? But, you know, even before we get into them, uh, Damn, um, rest in peace, Antonio and Ogi. Absolutely. Um, and man, rest in peace, this little girl, Sarah Lee. Yeah. She's what, 30, I think I read? Yeah, well, man. Sarah Lee. She you won the last. Tough, tough Enough? Is that what it was? Yeah. She won the last Tough Enough, and she was married to Wesley Blake. Yep. I don't know who he is either. Jesus Christ. Do you watch wrestling? Yeah. You qualified to be on this show? I've never heard of him on any of the shows that I watch. Wesley Blake used to be in NXT. He was in a tag mm-hmm. team with Buddy Murphy. Yep. And Alexa oh. was- Yeah. But, um... Yeah, man, that's fucking crazy, and they haven't they haven't explained how she died yet, though. No. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, man, she had three kids. Oh man. Yeah. That's very sad. Very very sad. So you know, uh, shouts out and thoughts and prayers to their families and at this time. But uh, yeah, so we got uh, so Crown Jewels coming up this weekend. Um, Extreme rules. Oh, I thought it was Crown Jewels. No. No, Extreme oh. rules. Crown Jewels next. So we still got to wait for that turn? Yes. Yuck. I'm going to let the thing simmer. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, it was good so far that I, uh, from what I understand, that there, this is the, the, this is the start of a big, uh, Finn Balor push. I like is that. Is what the rumblings. I'm very amongst. glad for that. I, I am too, and I'm not even. It's not. I don't even have a problem with him being heel. I just don't like the faction. I don't like him in that faction. Like they should have left it with Edge. Edge was the perfect leader for that. It should have stayed that way. I. I disagree. I. I, I like well. 
I don't know. I, I, I like it right now. I like what they're doing with it. Um, it is just, you know, there's aspects of it that bother me. Like, um, like, what's the point of this bitch being in it if she's not doing her own thing? You know what I mean? Like, well, we don't yeah, know but she's I think injured she's not or... medically cleared yet. <clears throat> Whatever then, uh... she was going through was serious because she hasn't been, like, she used to post all the time about her workouts, uh, and she hasn't been. It's been more um, posting about, I guess, her and, and Buddy Murphy are doing a, a podcast or some something there. Um, and she had that heart monitor on for a while, so maybe she's just not medically cleared yet to really go into action. That's why, you know, it's just little things that she's done here and there. Oh, don't tell, don't tell uh, Dominic that now. She's cleared to be Poppy, so you don't worry about that. <laughs> That's so bizarre, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I. I... You know what? I, I'm, I'm going to agree with Jesse on this one. I think uh, there's something not right with her because if you remember right before the injury, she was set to face uh, Bianca. I was really looking forward to that match because they've had some great matches in NXT. She gets hurt, comes back. She looks, I mean, she almost looks bulkier than she did before, more mass to her. She looks great, but there's got to be something pulling her back because they, they shouldn't have an issue with her being in a stable and going after her own belt. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. So I think she's got, I'm going to agree with her. I think it's got to be an injury of some form. And plus, this storyline with Dominic is just outstanding. So I don't, I don't mind her. I'd rather see her in the ring, but, you know, if it's health wise, I like what they're doing with her. I know. I say, uh, to me, you know, I liked where it was going originally with, uh, with Edge. Um, you know, and I don't like the family. Like, brothers fighting each other is one thing, but a uh, son disrespecting the father, uh, you know, maybe that's just, you know, my... Uh, <laughs> You're thinking it personal. Yeah, maybe, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think that. I've, 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 I've never been a fan of that because I remember back in the day when David Flair did it to Ric Flair. Oh, well. I, I never thought that was... I just I just don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, values still that are maintained in the world. And, you know, people respecting their parents, I feel, should be paramount. Well, and everybody knew it was going to happen. It was like the worst kept secret. And, yeah. you know, that that's that's not good for a storyline, too. Um, you know what, though? If, if you're going to if you're going to turn him and make him his own gimmick, uh, the best way to do it is what they did. Instant heat. Oh my goodness! You you turned on your dad. You disgusting piece of crap. He's yeah, definitely so getting great heat. heat. That's for sure. Yeah, and I, I I like I like the combination with uh, uh, with that group too, especially with Finn and uh, Big Boy because they do good promos, and I think that's definitely what they need to focus on with Dominic right now. Is besides, of course, the wrestling, but but I think promo wise. Yeah, he's got a he's got a little bit better on the promos. They're giving him little nuggets here and there, so I think they know he's that's not his forte. But if he can get some promos while still having this heat, I think it would really take him off. I mean, but what he needs is a personality. Yeah, yeah, it's called Rhea. It's called Rhea. 
he's as fucking bland as bland can be. You know what I'm saying? And it's also do some fucking sit ups and push ups, bro, because you look flabby as fuck. <laughs> I hate sloppy motherfuckers, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's funny that I'm chubby, but you know what I mean. I I don't want it in my wrestling. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but I don't like it. Man, I, I don't think you're, I don't think KO likes you right now, even though he's slimming down. I've I've said on many occasions, <laughs> KO can get away with it. What about Dusty just, Rhodes? Oh well, you know, I mean, I guess there's there's examples all over, but I mean, how like, would Abdullah the Butcher be like at all? You know what I mean, and. and <laughs> That nigga needs to do, you know, some better workouts. You know what I'm saying? When your pops is out flexing you at like 50, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need to do so. I agree with the physical uh, look of him. He's got to, especially again, you're going to turn him super heel. Make him look somewhat intimidating. Right now, I mean, goodness gracious, I, I, I could try to fight this guy. Kind, You know what I mean? It's, he's... He needs work, but you know what I'm saying? Um, and I feel like they threw him in. I think he should have went through the NXT system. Agreed. All right, I so totally what, else is, what else is going on in Extreme Rules? I happen to have it right here. We'll start from the bottom. Then this one I'm looking forward to. You have the brawling brutes who, within what, a four-week period has turned super baby all of a sudden against Imperium in a good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. Now, now, Brock, go over those rules with us. <laughs> well, in a Donnybrook, you have to get a shillelagh and then you get some... <laughs> Who gives a shit? But, like, why? Just, uh, you know, it's... Like... <laughs> I hate shit that's too gimmicky. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just say that they're fighting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they call, call no, like, no holds barred or tag team torn deal match, whatever term you want to use. Not good old fashioned Donnie Brook. Not a five word thing. Come on, we're wrestling fans. Let's just just get to the point. No, and then it, 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 even when you think of it, it's a little bit racist. Why are you putting Irish wingers in a Donnie Brook? You know what I mean? Like, why do you got to call it that? Irish it's stupid. What? You know what I'm saying, yeah. It's it's silly. And then okay, so here's my thing about the the what are they called? The brutes, the brawling brutes. Yes, the brawling brutes. Um, the the I don't even know the the middle fucker's name. You know what I'm saying? He's not important. That's how unimportant he is. Great job. <laughs> He's just a nigga that fucked up Big E. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? And like, whatever they're trying to do with him, it, it, for me, it's not working. You know what I'm saying? Seamus, on the other hand, is, is coming off like a major badass again and a resurgence, and I think that's fucking awesome. Pete Dunn has been nasty. They should have just kept him Pete Dunn, and, you know what I'm saying, left it at that. There's little bits and pieces that looks like they're trying to bring back into it, but you're right. Just call him Pete Dunn. I do, but I wish there was a better third for them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and there was a band. Um, there was a lot of dudes in in the in the UK uh, NXT yes. that I could think of that that would have done made it the the match uh, more exciting. But Imperium is fucking as good as a faction can be. 
with no have no filler. It's not. It's pretty much no nonsense. It's just three niggas that fuck people up. You know what I'm saying? It's it's awesome. Any opinion on that, Jess? Huh? Did that is exactly what we're looking for right there. That is what keeps this Did podcast you say on the cutting edge. On that chest? No, he said. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize. Uh, he said, any opinions on that, Jess? Dabba dooba dooba dabba. Um about the match. I, I do also feel the same way about the middle guy and the brawling brutes. I feel like from the beginning it was something that it was another Vince creation another stupidity of something that he put together which could potentially have uh, you know it could definitely have potential but they're just not doing anything with the characters. Imperium was an already established, so they already have those characters. They already have those personalities. If you're going to put this together, they're going to have to definitely put more to it than just what Pete Dunn has done and what Seamus has done in you know, the other guy, which unfortunately that's all he is, is the other guy. The other guy. Um, I agree, but did you see what they did on NXT? They actually brought him to NXT, had him uh, go for the titles, and then had Imperium jump in and, and cost him the belt. So it looks like they were trying to do something as quick as possible to get them more TV time before this pay-per-view. Which is cool. And and evidently, like like you were saying earlier, too, is that um, you know they're, they're definitely pushing Sheamus. He's definitely is way over right now. Um, ever since the last pay-per-view. Um, and that that is good. I mean, I'm glad. And I I would love to see Sheamus in another title run, you know. I mean, he's getting up there, so I would love to see him before they bring all the new people in, you know. Um, Sheamus, if you're listening up there, uh, that's a compliment. Thank you. Well, I mean, you know, you let's be realistic. You know, he's he's been wrestling for a long time. Um, they're going to continue bringing up all these little newer bucks and new people consistently. Then, you know, let those older wrestlers, before you start, like, phasing them out and putting them as jobbers at the end of the day, because that's usually what happens. Um, well, it's like what they did with, uh, with Jericho, remember? Yeah, Jericho? Yeah, Jericho. Um, WWE did it for sure. Like once he was starting to get older, they started putting him more, you know, to put people over. And he has put a lot of people over, but I would like to see him have another title run um, before they make that his full time job. Same thing with AJ. Well, they did the same AJ, thing with Daniel see. Bryan. Huh? They did the same thing with Daniel Bryan. You, you noticed her on the way out. He was. You know, putting over guys, you know, Gulak, Cesaro, uh, whatever gimmick he is, uh, happy or sad or whatever. And then just, you know, he left. So I agree with you. I would I would like to see AJ have another run too. But uh, Seamus, you know, 
he's cool, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't need him to be champion. Well, I mean, just do something. Make him, you know what I'm saying? Make us proud of him again. Word. So what's next there, uh, Scoop Steve? All right. Next up. What well, are we making predictions for the match? Or are we just talking about the match? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we might as well. And uh, I, I go Imperium. I'm yes. going to say the Brawling Brutes. Oh, you put me in the, in the pick, pick, pickle. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the brutes, but a lot of it uh, is I think is gonna happen because of what's gonna happen Friday because Sheamus and Walter are supposed to have an intercontinental rematch Friday. So I almost say, depending how that pans out, I think could it be because uh, fifty fifty book and they always like this to do. But I'm, I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with the brutes. They're super over. I think Imperium could take a loss, especially in a gimmick match. And still look like badasses, you know. So, uh, but uh, we'll, we'll go two, two, one on the Baruch, I guess. So, next, um, well, we've already talked about both these guys. Hundred and two year old Edge and a I Quit match against Finn, not the Demon Balor. Once you get a start on that, Jess, what do you think? Oh, I for sure think uh, Balor's going to win. You got to keep his momentum going. Well, Brock said at the beginning, you know, there's there's plans for him. So, and Edge, what? He takes the loss. He goes away for another couple months, comes back, and another gimmick. So, I'm agreeing with you. And it's just uh, – and Edge could take the hit, go away for four months, come pop, get a huge pop when he comes back out. Where if you're going to push Finn, uh, you got to have him – of course, it'll probably be shenanigans, but he, I think he'll he'll take the win. Uh, you know, like this this return run for Edge, I, I don't think it's worked out the way that he really wanted it to go. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. been kind of a, a clusterfuck. Well, I, you know what, and I appreciate what he's done to physically get back into the ring. But in my opinion, mm-hmm. it's selfish. You were out of the ring for a long time. You retired. You're, and I hate to say it because he's not a has-been, but bro, stop. You're taking up room for somebody else to be doing something. I mean, and that, you that... And, and come, you know, you, you do two matches. You take off for a couple months. You're wasting time. You just described Undertaker's last uh, three years in the WWE. Yeah, but at least Undertaker only came back for his WrestleMania match because everybody loved that. But not come back for a whole, like, you know, a little segment of, oh, I'm going to start this little war with you and then, you know, disappear again for months. See, but, you know, here's the thing. For one, he came back because he, he was, <coughs> it was, you know what I'm saying? He didn't choose to retire. It's a difference when you are forced to retire yeah. and when you choose to retire. And the fact that he had even the uh, the, the capacity to come back, God. I can definitely understand why you would want to do that. Secondly, you were talking about one of the greatest uh, in-ring performers that has ever been. You know what I'm saying? There's not, a bad, there's not a bad edge match. You know what I'm saying? And, and he's done it with a bunch of different types of dudes. Um, his shits with the Undertaker were fucking amazing. Oh no, that, that, that yeah, him, and Foley, him and Foley, him and Foley were great. Okay, since he's been back, 
Have you been very impressed with his performance? Are you kidding? Did you see during COVID when he and Randy had, what was it called? The best technical wrestling match of all time. Did I quote that right? I mean, did you not see that? No. No. (laughs) No, and I I put that more to bad booking, not bad him being a bad performer. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he's – I've never said he's a bad performer. What I'm saying is – it, to me, you know, when older wrestlers do that and they're not going to be tip-top performance um, or, you know, a tip-top shower, then don't. Don't do it. Don't. That's not fair. You know? But he would be if they gave him something good to go with. And then when, he, when they did, they took it away stupidly. I'm going to go with that. So, uh, that being said, Finn Balor for the win. Definitely. Definitely. It's the only right. one that makes sense, which is going to be very odd with it being an I quit match for Edge to actually quit. I wonder how they Does spin Beth, that. Do they bring Beth in there and start, you know, doing the, hey, we're going to keep doing this? Kind of like what uh, uh, what's his name did against Uso in the cage where he had to acknowledge him and, and his brother had to do it. For, you know, he had to grab the brother. So I think it's got to be, I think it's got to be a gimmick like that where it's a family member, friend, whatever, where. He, he feels he has to say I quit to, to, to save that person. Or he's, or she throws on the towel for him or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, we thought that? about that. Yeah, that's a good call. Can she have better hair than the match, the, the mixed match they had? That, <laughs> hair was, that hair was scary. She was looking like, very creepy. Yeah, she is. She is. Speaking of hair, Kerry Cross has some now. And he's facing against... Drew McIntyre in a strap match, which makes no sense. A strap match is usually done when somebody keeps running away from the other person and then they can't run anymore. Neither one of these guys have been running. Not really sure why the stipulation is there. But I guess I it technically, done. I think technically, Carrion was like attacking him out of nowhere instead of giving him a head up fade. So he said, "Well, you're going to be strapped to me now." I like, I like the the stipulation. I like the match. I felt like they didn't build it up the way they should have. Build up, yeah. And they already said like there was they fucked up with the with the whole fireball thing. Oh so yeah. Means, they they should stop trying to do that because I've never seen a really good successful fireball go the off. The wizard. But he, he was a wizard. <laughs> what are you talking I'm about? A <laughs> well, unfortunately to what happened was Drew got sick, so the food poisoning, wasn't it? Yeah. So he wasn't able to do, I think, more of a performance like he. But that was in his no the face the, the fireball was in his face. That was right. up to what's no, no, her no. name. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like you know, with the buildup. I know. Yeah. They were saying that he was sick, and he was actually apparently sick for a couple of weeks, not just yeah. like a normal day or two. Yeah, that's that. Uh, what is it? That Scottish food. He had some haggis. Uh, <laughs> He has some bad haggis. Haggis. Um, but like you I said, like yeah, I, I I like the match. I like the stipulation. It's very violent, and it, it, you know, really, I've never seen a really bad strap match. You know what I'm saying? I'll go, I'll go with that. Um, this will be interesting. I want to see what Cross can do. He, uh, you know, as you guys know, you know, he had a he had a nice run in uh, TNA. 
had a nice run in XT, but I noticed kind of toward the end, and, and uh, I've had some conversations with Jess about this, like a lot of his matches were gimmick matches in NXT, whether it was a three-way, four-way, uh, what, uh, whatever, because it's almost like uh, I want to see if this guy can go for 15, 20 minutes straight. Uh, he had so he had a great four-way match in NXT. I think it was Cole, Riley, and somebody else. And, like, he would he'd fight for five minutes. He'd disappear for 10 to rest up, come back out. I want to see if this yeah. guy can go for 15, 20 minutes. And, it's, and this is not going to be a technical matchup. I mean, this is going to be a flat-out, you know, a Donnybrook. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he's – I want to see what the guy can do. But uh, I, this is a tough one. I mean, I they screwed up Cross the first time they brought him up. I think they've done a be- – they could have done better, but they've done a better job than putting a hockey mask on and making it a sex doll. Um, but uh, Drew, I mean, it depends. What's their plans? I'm going to give this one a Cross. Hooker by crook. And that to me, I I struggle with it. I really do. I I could understand wanting to sell cross, but then at the same token, you were pushing Drew for that title match with um with Roman. And he and he lost. Clean. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, Not he... clean. He didn't re- <laughs> win clean because of what's his face? <clears throat> Soa. Solo. Solo. Get me solo. Um, I I would probably go cross as well. He needs the victory more than uh, Drew does. But they really do need to figure out what the fuck they're doing with either of them right now and and go from there. I agree. Uh, They can't. I don't know. I mean, is is was that Drew's last stand? Is that the last shot he gets until somebody else is champ? It when let's say Cross wins, what do you do with Cross now? Do you put him in the title picture? He's already kind of had some run-ins with the bloodline already, TikTok. So does this leapfrog him into that category as far as putting him against? Oh, well, hold on. Let's not overlook. We're assuming that the tribal chief will get past. The Enigma in Saudi. So we're just assuming that. Ugh. Just saying. So forgive me if, if he's not the champ. But the okay, next... so let, let's. It sounds like we're all agreeing to not even mention that because I think we're all grossed out with the concept of it. So we're not even going to give it the attention that it's. Have they been just... any other matches? I don't know. I mean, you, obviously, I think people would buy just, just for that one that. match. We're that not going to talk about that. One match is going to get you at least a, a hundred million buys. Yeah, We're not talking about <laughs> it. But um, yeah, I mean, either way, uh, they need to figure out what to. I I would take I would take care in. I would not give him put him in the world title scene yet. I would let him build to that. So what I probably do is is make him uh, be the next challenger for Bobby. Wrong brand, but okay. Well, the draft's usually what April. Yeah, I, I don't think brands matter at this point right now. That so. that is it that seems is like true. They're just moving everything all over the place, which I'm okay with. Like it's either you go all the way one way or you go all the way the other way. You know, all this flippy floppy shit is, is stupid. Let's go all the way. 
And I wouldn't mind them doing a legit split and, you know, competition between each other like they used to, you know? I'd be for it. All right, so uh, what's the next are we all taking? Are we all taking Cross on that one? I think she says, is that right? I am undecided. You, you, no, this is kind of the point. You kind of have to. No, know. I don't have to do anything. The only thing I might have to do is kill a cat. Give me a second. Hey, Brock. Who's a brony? Stop it. Okay, go ahead. Man, she can't even handle cats. So, so, so you're gonna just say I don't know. We're going to go to the next one. Yeah. All right. She, she's going for the tie. She's gonna say it's a tie. Uh, this one's interesting. Uh, Riddle. I'm sorry, Matt Riddle. He got his first name back. Let me speak correctly. Matt Riddle and Seth Frickin' Rollins inside a fight pit. Cormier is your. Uh, legit I don't give a shit about Cormier rap. being in it. Like. Who gives a shit? I think uh, with the two guys involved, it has the potential. Even though, like, the fight pit is – I'm not sold on it yet. I think these two could do interesting shit there. You know, uh, Seth Rollins is always good at those gimmicky matches and shit. Jess, what are you thinking? I again, this is one I kind of struggle with. Uh, do I? I think Seth should win, but he's also been beating the shit out of um, Matt Riddle, Maddie. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, unless you want to completely bury Riddle, I almost think Riddle has to win this one. I'm gonna I, go. I'm, I'm gonna agree because, well. I'm sorry. He's what? He's beaten him twice already in pay-per-views. Am I right on that? Plus, all the run-ins and all the BS going on, it's, you know, it, 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 this is a match here where Seth could lose because this is, I believe this is Riddle's third. I know he, he had one with Timothy Thatcher where Kurt Angle was the guest ref. He had another one with somebody else in NXT. Both were just fantastic. Um, and, and Seth could just say, you know, I'm out of my element. I took the hit. You know, I'm. St- you could almost even say I'm, I'm still up two to one. So I'm going to say that that Matty Boy gets his first name and his pride back, wins this match. And I'm hoping they don't drag this out more than they have already. But, you know, I said the same thing with the Cody Seth gimmick. We're like, okay, he's beat him twice. Why are we doing this again? You know, yes, it was a torn pack and it was Hell in a Cell match, but that match was fantastic either way. So I'm, I'm hoping it's it's Matty Boy wins and we're done with this. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. He definitely needs to win more than uh, Seth Rollins does. Yeah. So, Seth but I am interested to see what they do together in that. And you know, unfortunately, if you're going to bring no. in a, a Cormier. Uh, you know, how does he fit? I mean, is he is he going to be Tyson where he supposedly there was a reference earlier on where him and and freaking Rollins were, were buddies at one point. I'm talking about uh, Cormier. They dropped that on uh, Monday Night Raw. And then he turns on Seth and has a riddle shirt on like Tyson did with uh, with, with DX and, and Stone Cold. Does he just 
Cormier is a a a, uh, a hog for attention. Uh, he has been in UFC, then he's been announcing UFC. So I, I think they're going to inject him somehow in it. But uh, again, I'm going to stick with the runner. I hope not. You know, like, that's enough outside wrestling motherfuckers coming well, in. Well, I trying have to- read that that guy that they were going to put him against Brock, which might be. If that's the case, if that's the angle they're going to go with, then maybe that's how you bring Brock back in and then take him to Saudi. That See, that now does, that's an interesting one because of Saudi. That does sound like a Saudi type thing. I, right. I fucks with it. I fucks with it. And, they, and it's funny, uh, back in the day they were – there was uh, – Rumblings they were going to fight a couple times because, again, Cormier likes to bark. And then that's uh, – Brock had had that, that weird chest injury or something, so they couldn't they couldn't fight. So they never did fight in UFC. So that would be a good little gimmick. And, and you know, Saudis love their Brock. But they also love Goldberg, so they don't have great opinions sometimes. Well. Next match. What I'm looking forward to, actually. Bel Air – Bailey Ladder. Bailey. Man, you want to think for a second? No, it's automatically going to be Bailey. If only you decided dinner plans that quick would be great. Brock, who you got? (laughs) Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, you're not going to pull that. No, no, we already got one. I don't know. Yeah, the thing is here. All right, so it's, to me, it makes more sense. Know. It makes more sense for Bel Air to go over and continue with what she's up, to, what she's been doing. You know, her successful reign as champion. Um, putting the belt on, like <laughs> I love Bailey as a, 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 a in ring performer, but I like I don't dig her fucking talking too much in this. I no. Her ding dong! Oh my god, she's annoying. I hate her, but she's done a fantastic That's job the being a heel. I think I couldn't stand her as a face. I hated her. Now I like to hate her. I actually enjoy seeing her to hate her. You know, that's what they're um, supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, but she didn't like. Ugh. There's a fine line between like I don't mind. Hating it's like, like Edge. I hated that nigga for being a bastard. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh <laughs> man, what a bastard you were. Yeah, he attacked John Cena's dad, and oh, her ooh. is just annoying to me. You know what I'm saying? The, like the shit that she say and all that. Like, oh. She didn't That's need it. Gimmick. You know what I'm saying? She was but, annoying before that with her little ponytail and her stupid little uh, floaty. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't a she fan was a of the hugger either. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I ultimately felt like she should have just been a wrestler you know what i'm saying like well, i'm she's just an annoying person a wrestler unfortunately that's just it she's one of those people that are just annoying no matter what they do but i think she's a, a better annoying Hello. heel <laughs> oh I, I i agree i'll never forget it was a episode of smackdown and she was facing flair for the title and that's when she cut up her own little air balloon things that was the best mm-hmm. move she could have done uh, I so we got so, so Brock. Did you make a choice? No, I hate her eyeliner. 
It's you know, uh, I'm gonna go Bel Air. I have to go Bel Air also. I just can't. I, 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 it's gonna be tough, tougher for her to reset after the loss than than uh, Bailey. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, gosh. I mean, it, especially after what a year and a half ago, whatever it was, SummerSlam, and she took what a twenty nine second loss. You can't. I don't. I don't know. It. I expect a great match. Like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, Bianca, and I'll be I one don't of those. Know. She's pansies. losing luster. She's losing that appeal. She's just now, now she's annoying too. I would love girl. For her to... Oh god, she's so fucking. Annoying. Oh no. Uh, I would love I love to see a heel turn on her. To be honest, and and NXT, there were some heelish moments, but I never I don't think she ever went full heel. But I, I wouldn't mind seeing a heel turn from her because she said it, it, it. I think the jumping up and down and twirling her hair on the way down and, and hopscotching up to the ring and I'm a, yeah yes. You, let me ask you this. Let me let me athlete. pose this question to you both and, and see if if you blue. Who really who really out of the females gives a good promo besides Becky? Becky. Uh, I, you know what? I don't mind Charlotte. I don't. But I, I like her promos <laughs> as a heel. Yeah, she does her not heel do promos good are better. baby face promos. Sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But like... <sighs> Alright. I think Oscar gives great promos. Because you don't understand half of it. But she but, dances and that's, I, I, but, but you just love Oscar. I love it. <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> um... Alexa but that's just one point that I don't think you know, and it's not to sound sexist or anything oh, like that. I just don't Alexa, think women stop. give good promos. I can't you, say the name out loud again, but Bliss. Yeah, I know you actually turned mine on. You're so loud. Oh, Bliss! You know what? I, I give Bliss her props on promos too. Even prior to the Candice LeRae's a good one with promos too. You know who did well, in my opinion, was uh, the Iconics. I thought they Iconic. They had to they, they, they but they were funny, it. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, it's a little slapstick, uh, you know. I mean, but you're right, it, in my opinion, it's 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 Becky and then actually uh, Sasha Banks used to give some two rungs. I still think she's a, a rung, a category below. I don't think anybody's on Becky's level. Maybe the next level is your Sasha, your Flair, but mm-hmm. Becky definitely because she's been able to do it as a heel. She didn't able to do it as a face. I guess, you know, ultimately, I stand corrected. No. There are some, some decent uh, female promos. But you were going to say something earlier. Who's rapid about, presence over there? Not me. Uh, you know, and it's not a sexist thing, but I think what it is is men's wrestling has been around so much longer in, in the mainstream than the female wrestling that they, early on, I mean, what, what was Fabulous Moolah's promo? I'll beat you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's or Wendy Richter back then and and stuff like that. And let, let's look at the corniness of way back when was it Glow? I think the first wrestling women's wrestling federation, whatever it is, it was a cartoon. Oh, you know? So they didn't get opportunities as quickly as men did in the industry to do the promo. So I think that's part of it too. So and I, I don't think what you what you're alluding at, Brock, was sexist. It's just 
the men's had a decades lead in the in the process of learning a promo. Yeah, uh, you know. All right, the next match. I know. I know. We're gonna we're gonna fight on this one. Oh yeah. <laughs> the the dumbest. No, I don't. No, no. I'm gonna backtrack. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey, Extreme Rules match. I guess that means there's no DQs. Um, I'll I'll start this one because you know how much I love her, Brock. I, I will give her some props as far as the. I, I did like the match with her and Evans. I did like that uh, that that leap off the top. You know, I think that was a smart move in their part. Does that tell me she's legit enough to beat Ronda? No, but it, it, she's already again, beaten her twice. Oh come on, come on! Oh, I'm come sorry. Is is the truth? Is this? You know what I mean? <laughs> you beat her twice be already. Let's be honest, okay? I mean, but Let's but see, can you be honest? Because yeah. I think that you, especially as as another woman, look at her and you judge her as a woman and not like a wrestler. And when you look at her from a wrestling perspective, she has a tremendous upside. And I think that she's been. No, 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 no. I could not agree more with that. No, no. We talked about this in nauseam. You know, I I don't agree. And I've even given her credit since they have started to push her. What was that? A year and a half ago, something like that. Whenever Vince caught her, caught her eye or whatever, or vice versa. No, she is leaps and bounds. And there's been many stories that she's. Come in early, stay late, especially work with Natty, you know, as, as far as her in-ring. But I hate the word – and if your defense of her is the word upside, okay, hey, you know, uh, Lawrence, the quarterback for Jacksonville, has an upside. Look at his record, okay? The word upside just – that doesn't mean anything here. I, I think she's solid. And, I, again, I compliment her on what they did with her on Friday. They made it look like she's – and, and basically and that's the thing. She she wants she looks to like do she's... anything to keep the to keep the belt, and 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 that's and that leads into a great heel turn. You know what I'm saying? Where she could, you know, it's all about keeping the belt the same way they did with Becky. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like they're, you know, how they said uh, that Edge needed that match with Mick Foley at WrestleMania to prove oh, yeah. that he could be a mm-hmm. badass and wrestle that exactly type of shit. Right. This yeah. is her. This is her edge versus fucking Foley. You know what I mean? And I think she's rising to the occasion. I feel like she's totally, you know, standing toe to toe with this bitch. But she fucked it when they did, like when they did that shit where the other uh, Braxton was going to interview her, um, Ronda yeah. Rousey, and then she just said, "Hey, back yeah. up, bitch. I'm going to talk to her." You know what I mean? That I felt was dope. I feel like her promo skills is is getting to to a good point too. You know, she's, getting better. She's, I'll say getting better. She's she's working her way to becoming a believable champion. Working my way back to you, baby. And I, I think ultimately that's the story. She shouldn't have been champion, but I will agree that she is working her way up. This last match, um, that Scuba Steve said with um. What's her face? Lacey. Uh, Lacey. Lacey. Was real. I, actually, I was. Conv- I liked it. I thought it was pretty good, and I liked the way she had that kind of heel turn at the end. Um, but I still, I still don't think she's championship level. 
I still think she's got a ways to go. Um, and I just hope she loses. All right, so 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 your pick, you're picking Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Okay. Brock, you go now, next. I I'm going to give my see... pick last. Oh, hands down, Liv Morgan. You, you know, you should have – I mean, I don't even know why that was a question. You should have known. I do think that what they could do on this is have uh, Shayna Baszler interfere somehow, and that could start something between Shayna and uh, Ronda. All right. All right. Jesse needs to stop talking right now. I never said this to we talk a lot about it. That's the direction I'm going. I'm picking Liv Morgan to win this match. You didn't see that coming. But if you're talking and she was she said it. And yes, I've been you are, because you always take Brock's side. <laughs> Brock's side. Right. So Petty, party one. Anyhow, but I'm agree with her. I think there's and, and and if you're right, Brock, and I don't know about the heel turn gimmick this quick. I think that the Friday, like she said, started kind of like, man. No, and I won, think I think Jesse match. actually actually booked a, a real solid story. Agreed. If you know what I'm saying, having Basil come in interfere. What if she interferes on Liv's behalf, and actually that's going to be a thing now that she rocks with Liv. And that's where the heel turn is now. She's a heel champion with a bully Again. backup. You know what I'm saying? That's brilliant right there. Agreed. Because you had the interaction with uh, Rousey and and uh, uh, Baszler already. You were a killer. You killed her. And she lost. And then, of course, you had uh, Liv in a very good – talk about a good pro- promo moment, in my opinion. Except she was smiling at the time. But basically, hey, you know, telling – uh, Shayna, like, uh, you're just a, you know, what, a, a B-rated uh, Rousey or a whatever she called her. I loved it, except for the smile. You don't, you don't call somebody out like that and do that. But so, so yeah, she could come in on either direction and say she could pound on Liv and say, hey, who's the lesser Ronda now? Or pound on Ronda and say, hey, who is the killer now? Yeah. And she has a, enough credibility in the industry where – Especially if Ron is involved in a match, not paying attention. Yeah. You know, Baser come in there, beat the hell out of her, and be legit about it. So, and what I do like about that, as she suggests, as far as, you know, that starts them two in a path. Now yeah. you can bring in, I don't know, if you make, if you, let's say you make uh, Liv a, a heel, you can bring in your Raquel Gonzalez, Ramirez, Smith. And, and go after her if they keep pushing her like they have been, you know, or bring in – I don't know. Again, we don't know when uh, – There's a lot of good – and I've, uh, Lacey Evans is another one who I feel like yes, 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 has yes, a yes, tremendous yes, upside, yes, and, and yes, I feel yes, like they could do a lot of things with her too. And and does – They've got to fix her story. Average. Though. I mean, it's bad. No, absolutely not. They did that. The problem is they didn't know how to execute it. They brought her in. They talked about her rough childhood. I, th- I think in Florida, if I'm not mistaken. I could be dead wrong. But uh, military, you know, she, she had problems at home as a kid. Uh, got in the military straightened out. The greatest set of promo or, or vignettes, if you will. And then they don't know how to deal with her. It's like they brought her in. They made her. She When she first came out, 
Huge pop. Huge pop. And then they made her heal. And it's like, who in the hell is writing this stuff? You made know, her and, the to be honest with you, baby. I would I liked her as the fucking the the the, the oh, like Bell, Southern the, uh, Bell, Southern Belle. Yeah, I thought Southern that was Bell, awesome. I liked her. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, and I love her finishing move. A woman's right. Come on, old school. You, like, you know, back then. Uh, uh, yes. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna go two to one. Oddly enough, on this one, I figured it'd be two to one the other way, but I guess not. And uh-huh. you, know next, you know what the next match is? That's Nothing. It. That's it. It is what? A six? Yeah, a six match. We have we have no, except for the ladies, there's no men's belts on the line. Very odd. Now, I don't, I don't see Roman really defending much, but you don't have, uh, you don't have either Intercontinental or U.S. title on the ground, you know, for grabs. You don't have the Usos fight, nobody. Uh, you know, I guess you can get away with it saying, oh, it's Extreme Rules and every match has a, has a gimmick. But I just don't know if it, uh, you know, if it's something that, and I wouldn't mind a belt on the line, you know, a men's belt. No, no offense to they, they, You know, it's, they've done that so fucking, like, and they they started to build up the Intercontinental and U.S. titles back yes, to the former prominence. Yes. But and then you missed the opportunity of not putting them on the pay per view. So, you know, the more things change, the more things stay the same. Yeah. Well, you know what? It, it's interesting. Jesse, man, what the fuck are you doing? Nothing. Uh, Annie, can, can, stop it, Jesse. Can you can you kind of calm it down there? Hold on, please. You're running a ship. Okay. Man, you know what? I'm trying to make this as as, as unedited as possible, Brock. But I don't know. Yeah, what to tell she's you, bro. fucking it up, man. Man, she, she's wrapping gifts, unwrapping gifts. Um, but going back to kind of what we were saying about the pit, the pit match. Does Bobby get involved in this match? Because of course, after Bobby uh, won what his match, match, what? The fight pit match between uh, uh, freaking Rollins and Maddie. Oh, okay, okay, my bad. Yeah, uh, fight pit. Are, are we are you, are we on the same show here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, but what about what about Bobby coming out? Because of course, after his match on Monday, here comes Seth to lighten him up. Yeah. So this does and Bobby has an MMA background. So does he try to get involved? And I know she discussed maybe uh, the, the story that was out there with Brock and Cormier, which would be fantastic. But what about Cormier and Bobby and with his MMA background going? Now, again, I think if you're, you're WWE, you want Brock in there, especially in Saudi, to get more money. But, you know, does Brock – excuse me, does uh, you know does he get involved? Because he went after his title, and Bobby's going to be pissed. So – I, there's going to be shenanigans galore. I just kind of, I hope there's really not, but I think somebody's going to get involved. Uh, I think it actually makes more sense because of storyline aspect, because Seth already laid him out that it'd be Bobby would be the one to interfere rather than Brock, who, I mean, I don't, I don't see why anybody would interfere in this one. You know, like nobody has any kind of stake in the game. I mean, maybe come out afterwards and fuck with Cormier after the yeah. match, but. I don't see. Anything. I mean, I hope not. 
I, I would like to see this being a straight up yeah. you know, match. Let, show me the hatred you have. Show me the fact that, that, you know, you're pissed because the guy's talking about the fact that you can't see your kids and you're divorced and you're a bad dad. Now, is that blah, blah. I've, I've been wondering about it. I know he got divorced and shit, but is it true that he can't see his kids? I don't know. I never Googled it. That's something you know, we need to find out. But it, you know, it, but it's a great, it's a great storyline. Oh like, yeah, it's Genic, fucking it's awesome, like, man. You know, and and I feel like they've. That's one thing on this on this uh, on this feud. They've kind of done a good job of letting them niggas, you know, kind of talk shit to each other. It no, I, I like it. Lot, and I said it before, but it reminds me a lot of the old school wrestling where you had a feud that would last for a couple months, you know, and there was different layers throughout. They built it and built it and built it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, and it kind of reminds you know, you, she's, I love it, the energy of, of hating somebody. It kind of reminds me back here in Florida where it's Kevin Sullivan and, and Dusty Rhodes. And, and it, that thing, it peaked. They had, like, death matches, first blood matches at the Sun Dome. Now, what is it, the uh, Yingling Center or whatever here in Tampa. Um, and then it and then it kind of died down. And, but it only took one little spark to bring it right back up again. Like, it took nothing. Because because the storylines they told and, and people like Kevin Herb being a heel and, and with his family and stuff. And this is somewhat getting, like she said, kind of old school, like, to that aspect. Where, you know, it's like, what would you do if somebody said this to you? And and they're following that platform of the antagonist being ha 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 and has that terrible laugh that Jesse loves. Um, and you have Matt just sitting there, you see the veins and great acting, of course, because if he was really that pissed off, he would have, he would have lit him up on Friday. Forget the match. I'm lighting up now, but they have a good build. And, and uh, like I said, Brock, it's, it really is a phenomenal build. And it's something that unfortunately WWE has been lacking for a long period of time. And hopefully they get back to doing that. Uh, now, yeah, definitely. Another so, thing is they could also bring back uh, Orton with this. Ah, oh, man, I, I I hope you're right. I don't think you are. I would love it just because the story's coming out now, man. Nobody know. Nobody knows. That's just the the oddest thing. Like nobody seems to have a clue on. What's bring back on. who? Orton. Randy. Oh. I thought he said. I thought she said Courtney, and I'm like, who the fuck is Courtney? She might say Courtney, but we had this discussion enough, so I knew who she was talking about. But uh, yeah, so I mean, that's WWE now. Let's switch quickly to the clusterfuck that is AEW nowadays. You mean the sinking ship? <laughs> no, it, it, you know, it's so sad. It really is because I, I for a while, really enjoyed watching it. Um, to where I didn't care about WWE at all. Yeah. Uh, this is just... <sighs> and then, uh, It makes you wonder if... Now, uh, there's a couple of different thoughts that I have on this, but for one, it makes you wonder if, if this was going to happen anyway, or is it really because Triple H took over and now everybody who went over there is like, oh, well, maybe I want to go back over here. And that's where the, the the problem is starting. And it was that by design, you know what I'm saying? Like, did Triple H see this coming and be like, "Yo, this is how we're gonna run it," just to fuck these niggas up? I'm not sure about that. I mean, it, it's I, I don't know. 
I, I think what, in my opinion, if he has that foresight, that's fantastic by him. I think he was just trying to fix what he helped build as a, as a performer. But it's leading to this. It's leading to the crumb, crumbling of, I guess, if you want to call him your biggest competition. I'm going to say <clears throat> AEW was already starting to have issues once they lost um, uh, uh, not, uh, Cody. Cody, thank you. Uh, once they lost Cody, you could tell that there was already <clears throat> dissension within. But I definitely think that Triple H taking over WWE was a major power play. And I think I they're planners. All the McMahons, Triple H, they're planning people. They're business people. They've been in the business for a long time. I don't think that it was without foresaw uh, that... Triple H started bringing back people that Vince got rid of. It was putting that message out there. Hey, I'm taking you guys back. They've got some of our really great talent. I mean, they have Cesaro. They have Daniel Bryan, uh, Keith Lee, Sway. Um, they've got a lot Swerve. of great talent. Swerve. Oh, yeah. Swerve. Yeah, you know what I meant. Um, they've got Andrade. amazing talent that came, yeah, that came from <laughs> WWE. Um, I definitely think that they knew that was putting that message out there. Hey, I'll take you guys back. Come back if you want to. He can't legally go talking to them. <laughs> so, yeah, they're I called mean, that's feelers. A great way to, huh? They're called feelers. You got to throw those feelers out there. It's kind of putting out that message, hey, you know, you're, you're welcome home if you want to, especially if you were a Triple H guy before you had any kind of um, relationship with them like that, you know? Um, so I, I I wouldn't doubt that one of the things that's going on in the back, in the back also is I'm sure that there are all the old trip, uh, WWE guys are saying, yeah, they're doing great. And that might be pissing off some of the original AEW guys. But then you've got a lot of egos because we've already talked about the fact that CM Punk is a big douchebag and Sam Guevara is also a big douchebag. He's a smaller douchebag if you look at him. He's a little smaller. He just is like a little asshole. You know what I'm saying? Like his He's character on TV is not so far from his... You can't. But he is just... Uh... You just want to smack him. You just want to sit there and just smack him. Mm-hmm. Does he have talent? Sure, he's got talent. Can he carry a match? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. He gives a he gives an okay promo when his tongue's not down uh, Connie's throat. Oh, but I thought that was one of the worst turns they did for him too. That all putting their relationship out there like that is just it's annoying. It's disgusting. It's stupid. It's pointless. And, and, and to be honest, I'm not a fan of her. Uh. Uh-uh. She's overrated. Yeah, yeah she's, she's, I, she's I got think, a fighting background, like a jiu-jitsu, I think, or something like that. But. Yeah, and she was she was in the the May Young Classic. She, I mean, she yeah. she did a thing. You know, what I mean, it's just that's it. That's all you've done so far. Like, where do you get off? You know what I'm saying? Like, and her promos really sucked. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, yeah, but Sammy. Oh my gosh! So I say you talk about a, a cat that tries to play both ends, man. He's 
He's blasting jobbers that got the uh, the higher. Uh, supposedly, people saying it was Andrade, but I guess it was actually somebody in the uh, Dark Order or something. I don't know. And then here he bitches about Andrade hitting stiff in the ring, and Andrade comes out and said, "Yeah, I I do that." And you know what? Stiff me back. I'm not going to get pissed at you. And supposedly somebody said something, but then they said they didn't say something, and they got an altercation last night. Barry Horowitz. The, the, this is the hypocritical thing. They were allegedly, I think it was Warren Sapp. I could be wrong. Uh, I want to say, yeah, uh, from Fightful Select, whatever it's called. Came out, like, both of them were warned on Tuesday. There's no shenanigans that are going to happen. And right when everybody got there yesterday before the t- uh, tapings and everything, they go at it. They send Andrade home, but Guevara can stay and do his tag team match with Jericho. Well, I mean, and it could be him trying to get fired. But yeah, like, that's, we, you know, those are the things that the they're top. saying about him is that they, you know, that's all starts in the attempt the to try to get fired. Well, he's not going to. I think out of spite, he would pull events. All right, you're off TV. You're doing nothing, but you're going to sit at home. I I think that same article said he's got two more years left, I think. But I I don't think he's going to let him go to go be in WWE. I think that'd be one. You know, there's still question marks about the Malachi Black. Um, What do you say? Conditional release, but conditional was was in quotes. Um, And then, of course, now with uh, Murphy – you know, he's out for some time to do mental health or whatnot, which is, you got to do it. But everything he's released. I don't think Tony's going to sit there and just, okay, please go, go to my competitor, you know. Mm-hmm. And especially Malachi Andre. Black already uh, said he's not released. He put Yeah, out exactly. The... He put that one thing out. It was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. But it's it's it starts from it starts with Tony Khan period in my opinion end of story there's been and, and and it's so sad there's been so much sympathy to him since you know basically sitting there with CM Punk after a pay-per-view supposedly one of your biggest pay-per-views he just mauls you basically and undermines you as as an authority and so many people coming out Booker T was one on the Hall of Fame podcast was like man he he made Khan looked like a total jabroni. Right? And that's what happened. But Khan's allowing it. And, you know, until he can either get a booker, agent, whatever, that's going to be under him, that's going to be the bad guy. I don't think Tony wants to be the bad guy. Tony, we, we probably talked about this in our last one six years ago. But Tony a, is a fanboy first. He's an owner second. That's not going to work. And if you're, and especially because you have, you had four EVPs and one of them's WWE, the other three got in a fight with the guy. So there's no leadership there. And, you know, you didn't hear that much cluster crap as far as WWE when Vince was there. Yeah, there was things here and there, and there was a plane, plane ride from hell and stuff, but that's what we we're talking over decades where this thing's only been uh, running for what, three years now? And yeah. man, you might you might as well put the Titanic name on the side of it. It's ridiculous, and it's sad because there is so much talent there. And when he first started, he was the grass that was greener on the other side. So here comes everybody and their mother trying to sign, and now they're signed, and now they're saying, "Oh crap, 
you know, and I think even if Vince was still involved, this is still sinking regardless. It may not be sinking as fast because of the pressure, but they're still going to be sinking where once you put Triple H in there, you're done because now the WWE is the gra- the greener grass on the other side. And these people are screwed because they signed con- like three or four, uh, you know, That was the thing that, that I always said, bro. Like, if I was all these people, I wouldn't have signed more than a year deal. Mm-hmm. Just to see, but, you know, I got to see what it's like here. You know what I mean? And then, but if you you're know, Tony I'll, Khan, do you do that? Do you do that if you're Tony? Are you that desperate for talent? Maybe. I mean, when you wanted to make the impact that he was trying to make, obviously, yeah, I would have signed him to a year contract just so I could have them debut on my show and, and hmm. do all that shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's an like, interesting – That's a, shoot, that's a, that, that could be another podcast debate right there because – yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hook these people, but if I keep losing talent after a year, let's say you're there for the year, and you're an idiot, and you leave, you're gonna tell everybody else it's gonna sign over. Like, yeah, you signed for a year, but pff, good luck. Well, I mean, you, you, what you hope to do is in that year get them so you know happy, oh, you know, with where they product. are that yep. the next. You know, the next contract, we could do it for longer. No, and that's what you do. I mean, that's that's any business model. Get somebody in the doors or many people in the doors you can, and hopefully you keep half of them. You know, whatever percentage makes financial sense. But he definitely but, needs to figure out what's, what you know, to wrangle every, how to wrangle everybody and get everybody on the same fucking page. And then... He needs to figure out what the hell to do with all his talent, you know, because the the main frustration is, you know, the the lack of television time, the lack of, of storyline, you know, and all that shit. So, I mean, get it together, Holmes. Well, I think the first thing he needs to do, and I said this before, well, there's probably many things, and I supposedly this in the works, you've got to get, forget the streaming service crap right now. Get an hour to two hours a week for ROH. That way, you're splitting the time. You have more time for your talent. So people aren't going to complain as much. Because, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I I think I started watching one episode of AEW Dark. I mean, there's a lot of time there because I want to say it's an hour and a half to two hours long on YouTube. So there's, t- there's time there. But you've got to look at that almost as like uh, – the, the show NXT Level Up, which I love. Because these are the greenest of the green. I mean, these are not even NXT. These are people that want to make NXT. They even have an hour show. So it's like, get ROH, get an hour, because that's all they had before. Get hour and a half, two hours, what do you want to do? But that way you can push. You can pull over a Jericho. Don't let and, – and stop with the back and forth. You're ROH, you're not. But you can put over your world champ. You put over Samoa. You put over um, Dan Garcia, you know, who's their like, – what is he, the all-weight belt or whatever they call it? The uh, pure he, he wrestling. beat Yuta. Yeah, he beat Yuta. But, yeah, it's the pure know, wrestling title. Is that what it is? Okay. Your tag team. You put FTR, you know, and, and you bring in – definitely bring in the Briscoes. But, you know, how, how, that, that's going to take – 
a lot of the talent that will get the airtime they want and deserve, and it will free up time that that they exited for whatever you want. You know, give these people more time. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and so, I, in a way, I like the fact that he. He seems to actually, you know, from what I could tell, he tends to favor the 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 the, the AEW originals because think about it, you know what I mean? Like he brought mm-hmm. in Cesaro, made him the champion, and then had him lose to Jericho, and now yeah. where the fuck is Cesaro? Um, Sammy is My- always on TV. Um, yeah. The little, the little dude with the skull face, he's always oh, on TV. Yeah. That's psychopath. Then, Darby, you know what I'm saying? The Bucks, the Bucks were always a big thing. The, the yeah. Death Triangle. Yeah. So, they, I, you know, I, I feel like he does. Yeah, maybe that's why the WWE guys get sick of it. Or the RH guys. I mean, I, but on the flip side, I mean, if you take a look at your past champions here, Omega, yes. Hangman, yes. Moxley, no. CM Punk, no. Hangman, yes. So the world champion, I mean, there's been a couple here and there. But you're right. It does seem like he does side that way. And maybe he should. I don't know. But it's... Well, you should definitely never forget them. But, I mean, you brought a bunch of fucking niggas onto your show for a reason. Where is Miro? Where's my boy? Where's Keith Lee? Well, he's he's trying to figure out if he was too nice at losing the belt. So he's kind of, but they he he didn't watch the belts like two weeks ago. He was on TV last week, but it was just an interview. Yeah, but it's you know it's it's time to start. But he could be on on uh, AEW Dark. I don't really look at that crap. He's it's just it's just time for him to start doing his thing and 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 everybody you know showing out, but. He's gonna have to bring can they in. can they right the wrongs? Yeah, that's yet to be seen. You can, but you got to bring in somebody. I mean, it, like look at what Triple H's been able to do since he came in. You got to bring somebody that has credibility. I don't know. I'm gonna disagree. I don't think he can do it on his own. I think he's gonna have to bring somebody in or promote someone that might already be there, or find who is the who is the locker room leader. Who's your Undertaker right now? Do you have one? If you do, hypothetically, if you do. You better have some meetings with that son of a bitch and say, hey, what, you know, tell me how, what I can do to start riding this shit. Because if you're a locker room leader, you're not, you're not overly selfish. You're about the business. Well, you so, need to have some professional uh, writers and bookers too. Well, that's I what he's saying, that they need to they get a booker. Uh, that's really what it's, what it boils down to is somebody Agreed. to. And you've got somebody like Arn Anderson who who d- didn't book a lot. Uh, he booked a little bit, I think, in Memphis. But I'd go to him and and, and say, "Hey, um, help." Because but you know what? I, I, I with that I say I, you can't go too old. I'm not disagreeing. The old school, but... the old school niggas they they get too caught up in the in the old school ways, and it's um. Uh, FDR is doing it pretty well. I think fucking Jericho would be a, a good. Uh, I'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. Taz is another one that I think would do well. Solid, especially because he's not involved in the actual product except for the announcement. William Regal. So, yeah. You've got William Regal. Regal, there. yeah, you know. 
And and I like the I like the Regal and the Taz especially too because the fact they are older, but they're they haven't been out. You know what I'm saying? Like I think especially like a William Regal looks at the product, and so does Taz probably. And and yes, we did it this way, but man, if we could intertwine kind of what I know and what these these human beings now can do in the ring versus what we could do in the ring, I'm t- you know this is the direction I'd go and. He's got he's got enough people there. I just is he listening? Is he a Vince? Is he a one man show? Is he because Vince Vince we all know had writers had bookers, the infamous infamous stories about him coming in constantly, hour before Raw, two hours before Raw or SmackDown. Look at the script, tear it up. Nope, we're doing it this way. Hey, grab that- those crybabies, Freddie Prince Jr. and the uh, other stupid guy that's always writing dumbass articles. Oh, Vince Russo, stop. stop. Ugh, that that jackass. That's another that's another podcast on its own. But yeah, yeah. Freddie well no, Freddie's trying to start his own gimmick. And he's been he's pissed because I guess WB and AW is like snacks and talent. I guess uh Strowman was one of them, even though he was already he was in that uh what was it? Uh own your narrative? Is that what it is? Control your narrative. Control your narrative, excuse me. So, but he he needs somebody. I don't think he can do it on his own. I I think right now he's such a uh, Switzerland or a wet noodle. Like he doesn't stand for anything. So it's kind of like you almost need somebody to come in there and just, I don't know, be the Bobby Knight, throw some Gatorades, throw some chairs and say, hey, you know, this is how we're going to do it. (laughs) You're in a contract so we can all go together. Or used to be written off. Yeah, it's, you know, there's a lot of things that he needs to fucking figure out, though. Uh, we didn't even talk ahead. about the new announcing crews for WWE. Oh, I don't really give a shit about that, to be honest with you. Hey, bring, hey, bring back Pat. I'll, you know what? You'll never hear me say this. I can't wait till football's over and Pat McAfee's back on TV. I, you know, I used to think that, but I, I didn't, I don't see it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I really don't. But I, I do was like stupid. Wade Barrett, though. Wade Barrett I hate, interesting. I hate when commentators get involved in the story in any way, shape, or form. Agreed, but that was Vince. It just makes the product look stupid. You know what I'm that, saying? That it makes it look, Vince. it's what makes it look fake. You know what I mean? Like, there's no other sport in the world where the commentators get involved with the shit. There's no such thing as a heel commentator in any other sport. It's stupid. All they should be there for is to comment on the fucking match well, and let us know what's going on with, you know, the pay-per-views and blah, blah, blah. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need this, oh, this bad guy. And, you know, the only there's only two niggas that have ever been successful heel announcers, and that's Bobby the Brain Heenan yep. and fucking Jerry the King Lawler. You know, I didn't mind Jesse Ventura, though. I like that. Oh, yeah. I'll give you Ventura, too. <clears throat> I liked him, especially when he was with Vince, and he's 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 actually with Vince as co-commentators, as in a lawsuit against Vince. Those are the greatest because you could just tell, like you dick. <laughs> but you're right, you're right. It really isn't. Uh, Jerry was great, but I thought Jerry fed a lot off of, uh, especially with Jim Ross. Him and Jr. Fantastic. Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby, man, especially before Raw, USA had the uh, main event or whatever it was, them two would have, it was like an hour, but they would show clips of matches. You, But you had to listen to them for like 30 minutes of it. It was great. You're right. Yeah. Bobby was fantastic. 
you know, and I don't. But Bobby was good with whoever he was with because he was good true. with Mean Gene. He was good with uh, with well, uh, Vince. He, he, he was even good with um, Bischoff. You remember him and Bischoff were on Nitro. Yep, I liked him there. Him and and Mongo McMichael's, you know, it, it always uh, it always worked. It did. It's like you and I, and then you br- bring in a third. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I <did laughs> His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida, two hundred thirty-one pounds, Barry Horowitz. Well, you better sleep with one eye open, Holmes. Alright, so let's stop this and we'll just start the after party. There ain't all no right, party. So with there all ain't that no being said, this has been Turnbucks and Brass Nugs with your boy Brock Brolic, Scuba Steve, what? and Jesse. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Hold on. What about. Heavyweight primate with a heart in mind. Love filled with a citrus mixture of orange lime Pussy drip when the thought of action come to mind Born to ride when the spring summer shine Bonafide, eyes wide running high You don't want the revolution to be televised Terrified from the Arab Mountain death camps With the iron burning high, give you chest stamps Phone calls with the cloth over the mouthpiece With or without lead, burn about an ounce cheap To the neck like a razor for the stubble Raise aside the struggle, blazing in a hundred years Dig a hole through the land Leather slippers in the sand, motherfuckers couldn't stand in it Someone took the words in my song It's Barry Harwood's rap, I pat myself on the back Don't fake the funk on a nasty dunk shot, got tagged Close the window to your soul, weed inside my lung burn These old suckers getting placed into a young urn Specialized like the little bus Use my chubby little finger first to stimulate the clitoris King Kong ain't got shit on us I'm out here getting it for real while you motherfuckers fill a bus Weed in my finger flicker, I'm on a solo mission Started at pole position, eyes on the long division As it burn my thumb, I roll another one Quite persistent, that's why they call me my mother's son Shoot the gold gift, leave your hoe stiff Make your hoe sniff, hootie and a blowfish I'll play the cold kid, cause every motherfucker in here rockin' low dip I'm on that old shit Always likes to pat himself on the back. <laughs>